Shalom Abracha, we are up to you made off Pei Gimel. Let me know what you think about the quality of this recording. Anyway, today's daf talks about Achayla and Im Kippur. Do we listen to the Achayla? Do we listen to the Reifei? How to fix a disease called Bulmas? And being Doyresh Shemais. Our Mishnah says that we feed a sick person by relying on the Bekiyim, by relying on the professional doctors. Shavyanai says, what happens in a case where the sick person, the chayla, says he needs to eat, and the doctor says he doesn't? We listen to the chayla. Because, leif yodea maras nafshay. A person knows himself. I would think that the doctor is right. No. We have to trust the patient beyond the doctor. Now, what happens if the doctor says that he needs to eat, and the patient says he doesn't? Then we listen to the doctor. Because there's a possibility that the patient is delusional. And that's why he's saying he doesn't need to eat. But now the doctor's saying that this is actually a life-threatening situation. We're going to listen to the doctor. You have a sick person where the doctor tells us that he needs to eat. We'll feed him. Which sounds like only if the doctors say that he needs to eat. But if he himself says, by the way, I, I, I feel like I need to eat. We wouldn't listen to him. Also sounds like if it's as if Bikiyin with many doctors say he needs to eat, but if only one doctor says, it sounds like from this Mishnah we wouldn't feed Chayla based on one doctor. So the Gemara says that case in the Mishnah was saying when the was a case where the patient himself was saying that he doesn't need to eat. That's when we're going to listen to the doctors. L'chair, we should only listen to one doctor. We don't need two doctors to feed Kenega the patient. Ah, the Gemara says, well, that was actually where the patient got another doctor on his side, saying that he does not need to eat. So that's why we need two doctors to counteract the patient and his doctor. Now the Gemara says, well, well, when we say that we're going to listen to the doctors to feed him, isn't that Pashat? It's a Suffolk Pekoch Nefesh, and we have to be make that we're going to feed him. Oh, this is that this patient actually got two doctors on his side. So it's two doctors saying he needs to eat, uh, and two doctors with the patient saying he doesn't need to eat. We're still going to feed him. Even though Rav Safra told us that once you have two Adim, it's as if you have a hundred Adim, that's only when you're talking about giving Adus, when you're testifying as to what happened. But over here, it's just an, an evaluation. So here, we're, even though it's two doctors versus two doctors, since it's Suffolk Nefashis, we're going to feed him. Now, the Gemara, another question in the Seifa. Of that Mishnah, it says that if there's no doctor and the patient is lying in bed and says, you know, I need to eat, we can feed him. That sounds like in the ratio, he was also saying that he needs to eat. And in just the Seifa, we took away the doctors. The Mishnah said, no, no, no. The Reisha was talking about a patient who was turning down food. And there it's the doctors versus the doctors. And the Seifa, when there's no doctors, that's where he was saying, uh, I do need to eat and we're going to feed him. You can feed that. It's a Chasuri Machsira. Marbar Rashi says that whenever a patient says that he needs to eat, even if there's a hundred people that he, saying that he doesn't need to eat, we listen to the patient. And not to the entire medical staff. We have another Mishnah that says that if there are no doctors, we feed him al piatzmai. This is the Mishnah we had before. That sounds like that only when there's no doctors are we going to listen to him. But if there are doctors saying that he does not need to eat, then maybe we should listen to the doctors. 
Now, we listen to the doctors when the doctors are saying, this guy needs to eat. Even if the guy says that he doesn't feel like eating, we're not going to listen to him. But if the guy, the patient, says he needs to eat, even if everyone in the whole world says that he doesn't, the person knows his own body, and we're going to give him food. Now we have a new Mishnah, fascinating Mishnah, that says if someone has a disease called Bulmus, where first the eyes dim and then he becomes sick, so we're able to feed him even Dvarm Tmeim until his eyes brighten up. If a crazy dog, you know, a rabies-ridden dog, is bites somebody, then we do not feed him that dog's liver, which is a holistic remedy, Rev Masya ben Kharash says that we do feed him that dog's liver. Rev Masya ben Kharash also says that if someone has a, an issue with his throat, his throat is hurting him, we can feed him, uh, we can put some medicine into his mouth on Shabbos because that is a case of Suffolk Nefashas. We know Pekuach Nefesh is Doich Shabbos. Now, the last case of the Mishnah is what happens when a building falls down? And there's a suffix whether there's somebody in the rubble. Plus, even if there is someone there, it's a suffix whether he's alive. So you could say, oh, it's a sex feka. Let's, you know, go home and have our Shabbos challenge. No. Even if, it, if he is alive, it could be he's a guy. So it's a triple suffix. Let's get the challenge and the kugel. Now, we start rolling away the bricks. And we start rolling through the rubble. If we find a living body, then we can move the rest of the rubble. If you find the body and it's dead, then you can't continue the rescue party. You leave the mace there until after Shabbos where you will continue because it's not Pekoch Nefesh anymore. Now the Gemara says, how do I know that we fed this bulmous patient enough that his eyes lit up? How do we know that he's getting better and that I should stop feeding him? The Gemara says, as soon as he knows the difference between good and bad. What does it mean good and bad? Abayah says he's able to taste good and bad. He, tastes, he gives him delicious. He's like, ah, that's good. His taste buds are back. Yeah, but this after that tells us that if someone has bulmets, we feed him the most makel foods possible. We don't go straight to the most chomer uh, things to eat. For example, if we have Tevel and Nevela, we give him the Nevela. If we have Tevel and Shvias, we give him Shvias. If we have Tevel and Shruma, that's Machlokas Tanoim. There's Machlokas Tanoim, which one's worse? Tevel and Shruma. In the Brisa, it says, the Tanakama says, we feed Tevel and not Shruma. That Shruma is, is a, a harsher, it's more Chomer. Mentema says that Shruma is better than Tevel. Rabba says that whenever you're able to feed a person, uh, you know, a sick person, Chulin, Everyone agrees that you should do that first. And then you move on to feeding the machole iser. The whole machole is when you don't have any chulin. One time it holds that tevel is more chamer. But truma has a kula that a coin can eat truma. It's not also for everyone. The other time it holds that no, truma is worse because tevel has the kula in that all you have to do is take off truma and then the tevel is 100% much to eat. Now, isn't it obvious that if you have chulun, you should feed him that? You know, it's not so pasha because it's Shabbos. On Shabbos, there's an iser to take off truma. I, that iser is only midirah banan. That's true. But we are, the, the truth is that in that b'risa, it was an iser dirah versus an iser dirah It was 
Tevel versus Truma. Tevel midrabanan to take off on Shabbos. But Truma, in that it wasn't really planted in the ground. It was planted in a pot that didn't have any holes in it. So it, was, it wasn't planted in the ground. Midrabanan, they still answered it. So the Machlekes over there was whether the Tevel was more chamor or the Truma was more chamor. The Gemara says, this sounds like a Machlekes Tanoim. Not a Machlekes Amoroim. We have a Brisa that says, if someone was bitten by a snake, you're able to call in a doctor from wherever you need, and you're able to rip open a chicken, which is part of the refuah for a snake bite, you put it on the snake bite. You're allowed to harvest a leek and feed it to him. And this machlek is whether you need to take miser from this leek. Now, leek is a vegetable, and it's only in a midrabonon to take off chuma. On the chiv midrabonon. That sounds like Revelez and Shimon are arguing over there by the leek whether this isidirabonon of taking off chuma on Shabbos is worse than tavel. The Gemara says that even Rebbe would agree in the case of the leak. Rebbe's whole Chomor Digadin was where you have grain, which is Tevel Midaraisa. When it's Tevel Midaraisa, of course, he would agree that go with the Truma that was planted in a pot. Now, when it comes to the sickness called Bulmas, we have four remedies brought down in the Gemara. One is to feed them honey, or any sweet, sweetened thing like honey, sweetened with honey, because sweet things are mayor the enayim. It enlightens a person's eyes. There's a pasuk that's a zechol adava ruuna ki oiroi eneki tamit tam tam devash hazeh. So you see that the honey brightens the eyes. It's not exactly talking about bulmas, but it's a zechol adava. Abaya warns that make sure to give this honey after he eats something, because if you give it to him before he eats, that will only make him hungry. And it brings a positive to that effect. Rabbi Nachman Omar Shmuel, who was a doctor, says another cure for bulmas, feed him a fatty tail and honey. Rabbi Hunabre de Rabbi Yeshua says, even flour, good fine flour with honey. Rabbi Papa says, even barley flour and honey helps with bulmas. Rabbi Yechanan says that he himself, Rabbi Yechanan, once got bulmas. And he ran to the eastern side of a fig tree. And he was so excited that he had the chachma to run to the eastern side. And that actually saved his life. Because Rabbi Yosef says that if someone has, if someone wants the best figs, he should go to the eastern side. Because that's the side that gets the most sun-kissed. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi were once walking on the road, and suddenly Rabbi Yehuda got bulmas. So he went over to a shepherd, he mugged him, and he took his food and ate it. Rabbi Yossi says, like, oh, what, what did you just do? You just mugged up a shepherd. When they got to the city, Rabbi Yossi got bulmas. So he, and the city found out, they all came out with all these sorts of sweets to help him with the bulmas. Rabbi Yehuda says, I mugged that shepherd the same way you mugged that city. He held, uh, according to, to the Ben Yansir, that mugging someone for pikuach nefesh, if you have in mind to pay him back, is mutter. Rameir, Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Yossi were all going together on the road. Rameir used to be medayik in shameless. He used to try to understand, to 
see what the person's name was and what that name meant. They didn't do that. They got to an inn, and the host there, he said his name is Kidar. So Ramirez said, ah, that's not a good name. The pos- that sounds like the pasuk Kidar Ta'apucha is Hema. Yehuda and Yehuda gave their, the innkeeper their wallets, but Meyer didn't do that. He put it on the caver of his father, went to the basic forest and put it on his father's grave. The innkeeper had a dream where Ramirez's father said, hey, get this wallet off my head. So he went to Ramirez and was like, I had the funniest dream. Ramirez was like, eh, forget about it, whatever. Dream, dreams have no mamoshas. But uh, Ramirez took the hint and he ran to the cemetery and guarded his wallet there until the end of Shabbos. Afterwards, they went to the innkeeper and they asked for their wallets back and uh, the innkeeper denied ever taking it. So what are you talking about? Oh. Ramirez said, well, look, look, guys, this is your fault. I mean, he, ha- he had a terrible name. Why would you trust someone named Kidar? And they said, why didn't you tell us? Ramirez says, well, I couldn't tell you. It was only a chash. I didn't know that he was a ganav. The Chavetz Chaim learns from here at They brought this innkeeper to a bar. And they saw that he had lentils on his mustache. So they knew that he had eaten lentils for lunch. They went to, to Mrs. Innkeeper and they said, By the way, our husband said to give us back our wallets. And there's a simon. He said to tell you that he had lentils for lunch. She said, she said oh, He did have lentils for lunch. They gave, he, she gave them back their wallets. He came home and said, Where are the wallets? And she said, Well, I gave it to those people. He got really angry and killed her. This is what the Pasuk means when it says, There was an innkeeper that once used to feed pork to anyone who didn't wash their hands. And since this guy didn't wash off his mustache, he ended up killing his wife. At the end of the day, Abihuda and Abiyasi learned to be Medayak in names. When they got to a house, they heard that the, the owner of the house's name was Bola, so they didn't stay there. Because uh, that's not a good name. That's that, that's the name of a Russia, based on the pasuk for Omar Libella Nufim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.